Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And we have one hour down and one more to go. We're going to be hitting fishing reports from Captains Mike Gallo, also Ryan Lambert, the Plastic Man, Paddler's Report from Brendan Bayard. We're also going to talk to Daryl Sherman, who is the organizer of the Gunning for a Cure, taking part next weekend. And uh, we're going to be out there. we got a little team put together for our Bayou Wild Club, and we'll be back there, and uh, Daryl will tell you how you can get involved. But right now we're going to talk to Richard Fisher. He's executive director for the Louisiana Charter Boat Association. He made a special award presentation at this week's Wildlife and Fisheries Commission meeting, and he joins us now. Uh, thanks for being with us, Richard. If you would, tell us about this award good morning don thank you for having me on so we uh presented the first annual and this is going to be a name that's going to mean a whole lot to a lot of your listeners as it does to us as well the first annual tofield bourgeois memorial award at this week's commission meeting we uh decided to name this award after our our friend and colleague tofield who you know we we don't have to reiterate the past we we all know what happened we unfortunately lost tofield back in 2019 and uh you know we 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 don't have to go go through all all the uh, and bring bring it all back up but 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 what what is important is that what what really stood out to us was the the selflessness of tofield that the story after the fact was that from his two uh customers surviving customers was that he essentially gave his life to to save theirs. So in the process of giving an award from the Louisiana Charter Boat Association as one of our former board members to, uh, to a wildlife and fisheries enforcement who lives by the creed of putting others over themselves on a day-to-day basis, we could just think of no one better than our late friend and colleague to name the award after. So... The, the award went to the and will continue to go to annually to the wildlife and fisheries enforcement agent who's done the most to bring the most professionalism uh, to the Louisiana Charter for Higher Industry. Um, that, of course, includes the citations of, of these illegal charters that has become a, a, an epidemic in the state of Louisiana, these unlicensed individuals impostering as charter captains that is that has really been happening quite a bit more in the last couple of years well the, the winner in year one was sergeant joshua lavulette of section eight um region eight of wildlife and fisheries he uh he, he led wildlife and fisheries enforcement with 12 citations over the course of the last uh, uh few years leading back to 2018 um and many of the and the Press releases back this up, Don. Many of those um, citations have been because of illegal, unlicensed charters. So we uh, wanted to recognize the department for what they've done in the last few years in, in curbing that activity. 
Um, and, and we also wanted to specifically recognize Josh as well, uh, Sergeant Josh Laviolette, for the work that he's done on that front. So it, it, it's, a, it, it's a very important deal that the department is cracking down on. And if you're out there and you're running an illegal charter or you're, you're doing any other citation that, uh, that a char- as a charter captain, you, you, you might want to have your head on a swivel because the department's cracking down on this right now. So they're coming for you. Yeah, well, I know it was probably a very tough decision because we have so many enforcement agents that do such a great job and are so giving of their themselves to protect what we love so much, our, our natural resources. And also, in addition to the award, he a $1,000 donation in his name went to the charity of his choice, which was the Cure Spinal Muscular Atrophy, the SMA Foundation, which is a very worthwhile cause. Richard, thanks so much for joining us, and what a wonderful gesture that is to creating this uh, Tofield Bourgeois Memorial Award. He was a very important part of this show, personal friend of mine. Love the guy, and uh, nobody better that this award could be named for. And thanks to the Charter Boat Association for coming up with this and, and, and doing such a wonderful thing for a lot of people. We appreciate it. Thanks for having us on to talk about it, Don, and, and, and recognizing the award and giving it the notoriety that it deserves and that Tofield deserves. Thank you so much. All right, Richard. Thank you. And by the way, Josh Lavalette was named in our last week's bad boy. He's the one busted the New Orleans East rabbit hunters uh, doing his job. All right, we come back after this. We're going to talk to Captain Mike Gallo. We call him Born on the Bayou. Got his report. Find out what he's been fishing, and maybe you can put his information to personal use. And also getting some great text messages. And, hey, don't forget, let me know which bad boy story do you want to hear this morning, the drunken gator nappers or the social media hog bootleggers. It's pretty close. And you can maybe break the tie. 504-260-1870. We're back right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And the Born on the Bayou Report with Captain Mike Gallo is sponsored by CETO, who has their spring special going on for $199. You get 14 months. That's two extra months. Just put in FISH 2022, and you'll be set. Toe-ins, jump starts. 
towing wherever you need it, get you back safely to the dock. It's like having AAA in the water. Just call Captain Chris, 504-301-4545, or click to seatow.com and put in that special fish 2022 and get you two extra months. Even if you're already a current member, your renewal will give you 14 months instead of 12. Captain Mike joins us now. And, uh, Mike, as far as uh, you're fishing this week, did you fish speckled trout, redfish, bass, or all three? Actually, I fished two out of three. We targeted speckled trout and redfish on different trips. Um, we made a trip into Lake Potts Train and bounced some jigs at the bridges. We did not have the success I was hoping for. The tide was not moving very much at all. We fished a couple of hours and only had, I think we had four. Um, but it was nice to go to the bridge, some good size fish. The tide just wouldn't move from me, and I didn't want to waste more time. So we ended up moving into some choke points, which is probably a best, a good strategy for today when we have small tide movements. But we fished in deep water, about 20 feet of water. Um, Wrigley's has some beautiful live shrimp, and we fished live shrimp on a drop shot. Once we kind of got a bite established, I did – switched one of the guys over to plastic and um, caught a bunch of fish. We did have to weed through quite a few. Uh, After fishing the bridges, like I said, an hour, and then one stop in Lake Catherine and one stop in in deeper water in Catherine Pass, um, where we found those trout, I decided to just, you know, squat and grind them out. But we probably caught we might have caught 70 or 80 trout and ended up keeping 27. So not a bad day at all for early March. The conditions were very nice. Then uh, a little later in the week, I made a trip to the Biloxi Marsh, uh, specifically targeting redfish. Um, as soon as we got to the marsh, there's a, a boater waving us down right in the mouth of Bayou Biloxi. Pulled over there to see him. He had engine trouble. Uh, he was a CETO member. He had already called CETO, and they were on their way. They thought I was CETO that was coming to help him. I told him they'd be in a, a big yellow boat, just do the same <laughs> thing, you know, wave him down. They were on their way to get him. So I'm glad that worked out. He was not there when I came back through, so I'm sure CETO got him either up and running or towed him back to the dock one way or the other. But we fished spinnerbaits um, in the Biloxi Marsh, um, catching redfish. Every once in a while, we'd catch a trout. You know, the trout are kind of scattered out um, all over. We did not target speckled trout, but the red fishing was, it was better later in the day as the water temperatures warmed up and the tide got a little bit more velocity. Um, so two trips this week and, success at both of them Uh, the way the weather looks as long as things keep improving as far as water temperature and and the wind stays down looks like a really good spring setting up yes it does uh mike on those redfish in biloxi marsh i know you usually uh set up a your customers different ways maybe somebody with live bait popping cork somebody else with plastic uh what what seemed to be the ticket what was the winning ticket for catching those reds in the marsh well, I had two of my regulars that had been fishing with me for over 10 years, so they kind of know the routine. And one of them threw a Texas rigged 
um, jerk bait rig, just like a, a bass fisherman would rig a worm. And the other one threw a spinner bait. Um, and with that, you know, I kind of got two lures. One's got a lot of vibration and, and one's got a very small amount of vibration. It didn't take too long to figure out that the spinner bait was producing better than the worm. So we quickly switched over the second angler to a spinner bait. We were fishing, you know, LSU color, purple with a chartreuse tail, and that worked fine. That worked great. Put a limit of, of redfish in the boat. I thought we might stumble across a bass or two, but we didn't. Uh, was the water clear enough to where you would be able to see them? Boy, these bright, sunshiny, blue blue sky days, or just sometimes when that water's clear, you can spot those big reds just tailing, and you can throw at them. The water was really clear. What I find in the early spring, especially when the water is low, those fish sort of pull off the bank a little bit. They're still visible, but they're further off the shoreline than you would think. Uh, I sort of have a, a little saying that I use to, to remind me. I say low and long, high and tight. So when the water is low, they can be a long way from the shore. And when it's high, they're generally tied up against the grass. And that's sort of how I remind myself to do that, because sometimes I, I forget myself. <laughs> All right. You'll see him on my site. You also on his site, aaofla.com, or you can give him a call and uh, book your own trip. And uh, I know that the bookings are probably coming in pretty good when this weather turns like this. Everybody starts turning to fishing. If somebody wants to book a, a trip out of the Spots and Dots Lake House Lodge, doesn't matter how far they travel, you got the accommodations. Give them that telephone number, Mike. Very simple, Don. You can reach me at 985-781-7811. All right. Sounds good. Go get a mic. Uh, we need to make a trip. My friend's been too long. You need to get back in the boat and catch some fish with you. It has been a while, Don. It'd be a pleasure to take you fishing again. We'll just give me a call like anybody else, and we'll put you in my appointment book. All right. I'm ready to get in line. Thank you, Mike. Always <laughs> appreciate it. Sounds good, buddy. And we'll there- talk to you next week. And there he goes, out onto the bayou, whence he was born. All right, we come back. Oh, I'm getting a lot of text messages in on the flounder issue, also on which bad boy story. We're getting close to that. So uh, check it out, 504-260-1870. Let me know two things, for or against a flounder closure, October to November. And do you want to hear about drunken gator nappers or social media hog nappers? We'll be back with your votes right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. (laughs) 
And it's time for our Stroking Our Paddlers report with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club presented by Massey's Outfitters. They're in Baton Rouge. They're in New Orleans. They're in Mid-City. They're in Covington. And you can also find the best kayak fishing models, brands like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, Native Watercraft. All their products and services are often on the website. And don't forget about those demo days. You can find them out about them at MasseyOutfitters.com or check them out on Facebook. Brendan Bayard joins us. And, Brendan, everybody's getting ready for the big paddle palooza down in Empire next week. Yeah, it's uh, it's here before you know it. And uh, one week away, we'll all invade Plaquemines Parish and uh, have our nice uh, spring slam tournament down there. Uh, it's the first time we've done it uh, down in, in Plaquemines in the spring for uh, in a long time. Uh, it's uh, usually held down LA uh, one in the uh, Leeville Grand Isle area, but uh, you know due to the hurricane, we had to move it this year. But I'm looking forward to the new challenge. Uh, the new, uh, you know, uh, challenge of, of looking for fish that we haven't had years to prepare for. And uh, like we have going back to the same venue over and over again. So uh, it's going to mix up, I'm sure, you know, the the rankings a little bit of, of who knows what. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what kind of fish bring, uh, get brought to the scales this uh, this spring. Well, Mitch uh, Jurisic at Delta Marina is going to make sure it's a great setup, and he's looking forward to it. So I think there's going to be a great turnout, and hopefully get some good weather. Uh, while we're talking about uh, kayak tournaments, I know there's been a discussion now that they're proposing this closure during the for flounder during the October November, and there's one of your tournaments that that coincides with that, and there's some discussion uh, if in fact it does pass, and I think it will. Uh, the flounders are going to be off limits to keep. So would you go to a catch, photo, and release for the flounder only, or would you make it catch, photo, and release for all the fish? Has that been talked about yet? Yeah, we had a, a kind of a forum discussion yesterday I saw going, and uh, I'm personally for just uh, you know going towards a catch, photo, and release uh, for for that if, if our date falls inside that closure period. Um, you know, it's, it's not that big of a deal for most of us. Uh, we all have the rulers and the phones to take pictures and, and we're all familiar with the CPR, uh, way in nature of doing a tournament because of COVID. So I don't think it would have been a, you know, as big of a roadblock to participation as it would have been if we hadn't been trained by necessity these last couple of years. But, I mean, would it be a hybrid tournament where you would actually bring in the redfish and the trout, but, you know, do the photo on the flounder, or would you photo all fish? Yeah, I think you'd either have to photo all fish or you'd have to just, you know, lose the flounder. I don't think right, – right. I've never heard of a hybrid of way to do it unless you did it individual species only. But mm-hmm. we've had a slam uh, aggregate category as the main grand champion for, oh, man, almost 15 years now, so – I really hate to see that format go away, but uh, I know it's uh, a little monkey wrench going on in it right now, but uh, I think we'll find a way to make it happen. I'm sure they will. All right, Mardi Gras holiday. You did not go to parades. You spent the day on the water. If somebody wants to go down and fish Highway 1, tell them what you found slipping a kayak in down there. Yeah, we uh, we had a great day. We went down there. The water was low, uh, but we did catch a lot of trout. Uh you know, we're using jerk baits and plastics. Uh, you know, there's a lot of slime on the bottom, but the water is beautiful. Uh, just trying to keep it out of uh, that that slime on the on the bottom and keep it into like that kind of strike zone, which is r- really limited 
uh, with the really low water right now. So we're, you know, doing a lot of drifting. Uh, I was throwing a lot of fluke kind of baits with really light jig heads, and I was throwing a lot of, uh, like, rip baits that were almost floater uh, kind of rip baits, which, uh, you know, uh, trying to keep those treble hooks out of getting that climb on the bottom. Caught some uh, trout up to about 20 inches, and uh, you just kind of got to stick and move this time of year. There's not really uh, – you can't really – go to one spot and and load up they're they're just kind of moving all over the place they're not kind of ganged up any one place uh we, we fished a lot of places that had scattered oyster shells on the bottom uh we fished uh some kind of dead end canal areas um and and there were fish in all the locations we went we were just catching two or three here and there but all the fish were really nice size so uh it's uh good to see some some bigger trout being caught right now yeah, that was kind of the trend this week in several places. It was uh, quality over quantity on the fish. Um, basically, general tips for somebody fishing during this springtime? Yeah, uh, I like to fish uh, windward banks. Uh, you're getting a lot of small brown shrimp, a lot of small pogies, and those little tiny bait fish can kind of get blown with the wind. Uh, when when uh, you never can kind of pick the day, you kind of just kind of go when you got to go. And, and sometimes, you know, you go on these weekends and you might have like a 10-mile-an-hour, 15-mile-an-hour wind. The water's still clean, so uh, it, instead of fret about it, just use that wind to your advantage. Pick a bay where that wind is getting thrown up against a bank, and a lot of times it kind of puts the fish together a little bit for you because all those little tiny small pieces of bait get blown against that uh, windward bank and uh, you can just throw in there and kind of mop up a little bit. That's kind of the technique that I like to use in this uh, late winter, early springtime, and I've had a lot of success with it over the years, uh, catching both redfish and trout. All right, good advice, good stuff, Brendan. Always a pleasure to talk with you. We'll talk, catch up with you again next time. Good luck on the tournament next week. All right, thanks, Don. Take care. All right, Brendan Bayard, one of our paddler reporters. All right, coming up after this, uh, okay, it looks like the winner's going to be the drunken gator napper. We'll have to put the uh, social media hog bootleggers on for next week. We'll be back with that story right after this three-minute pause on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio. All right, we asked if uh, you would be in favor of a flounder closure from October 15th to November 30th in order to bring back the species and make their safe numbers in the breeding population. Here's your responses. Texter number 1382 says, Sure would. If we don't do something, we'll harvest the flounder out of existence. Then no flounder for anyone. Texter uh, 5101 says, I am for the closure. Uh, Mississippi listener says, I'm all for the flounder closure as long as commercial side of things is shut down also. And it will be. That would be a closure for both recreational and commercial. Uh, Texter 2141 is in favor of the flounder closure. Uh, also 3751, he's pro closure. If we don't risk the catch, we risk not catching flounder again, let them recover. Uh, here's one that says, for the last 30 years, at least in the Cocodry area, the best source of flounder has been crab traps, but we only averaged about five all year. And here's one that says, I'm not against closure, but I don't feel like it's a wildlife and fishery problem. We just don't have the estuaries like we've had. They don't have the protect- protection to reproduce and grow. We're going to see more of this with other species. And uh, let's see, son of a Wego rat went to Elmer's uh, Island on November full moon. Three feet visibility, saw the loneliest flounder on the beach. It was eight inches long. Couldn't bring myself to stick it. The flounders need help. 
And uh, we got some more of those that are also voting on our bad boy. Also, we got this in. I didn't know Mr. Bourgeois talking about Tofield's award personally, but I enjoyed listening to him on your show. I felt like I lost a good friend when I heard the terrible news. Heaven has a great fisherman now. That's from Big E from Thibodeau. Thank you, Big E. Right, here's one, Mike from Mississippi. They should close the commercial harvest all the time until it corrects itself, then regulate it better. Uh, backstrap stacker in Alabama says close it, but close it both recreational commercial. That is what is proposed, and you do because this is a notice of intent. Uh, you got a couple of months to uh, voice your opinion. You can send an email or call the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries and let the commissioners know your thoughts and according to the listeners of this show, it looks like they're strongly in favor of that closure. All right, right after this quick uh, station ID, we're going to be back to, uh, well, tell you about the alligators, uh, <laughs> violations committed by three guys, one of them uh, pretty well drunk. He uh, couldn't pass the breathalyzer. We'll be back to tell you that story. But first, we'll let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, February is not a month uh, generally associated with alligator season, but that's why three Thibodeau men were cited for alleged alligator violations on the 23rd in Assumption Parish. Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Senior Agent Jerry For- Jeremy Foray and Senior Agent Christopher B. Bear were on patrol when they got a complaint. Here's some more of that citizen participation in law enforcement about an alligator that was shot near a boat launch in Assumption Parish. When the agents arrived on the scene, they located a dead alligator in the back of Mickey Sanchez's truck at the boat launch. After further inspection, agents found the men in possession of a 22 caliber pistol and rifle. They also found Sanchez in possession of 13, hmm, unlucky number, undersized bowfin, also known as shoe pick, which he attempted to throw back in the water during the inspection. Agents also found empty beer cans and a whiskey bottle in the boat they were in and suspected the operator, Joey Bergeron, was impaired. After conducting a field sobriety test, the agents determined that Bergeron was, in fact, impaired. Sanchez, along with Joey Bergeron and Joey Bergeron Jr., were cited for possessing an alligator during closed season. Sanchez cited for failing to comply with bowfin regulations and intentional concealment of wildlife. Bergeron was also arrested for operating and driving a vessel while under the influence, DWI, and booked into the Assumption Paris Jail. If convicted, the maximum fine for alligator possession in closed season, $950, 120 days in jail. Possessing undersized bowfin, maximum $500 and 90 days in jail. Intentional concealment, maximum 950 and up to another 120 days in jail. DWI on the water carries same penalties as DWI on the road. Could be a $1,000 fine and six months in jail for the first offense. A DWI on the water also includes loss of your driving and boating privileges. And to wrap it all up, also facing civil restitution, totaling 375 bucks for the alligator, or 55-year-old Mickey Sanchez, 45-year-old Joey Bergeron, and 21-year-old Joey Bergeron Jr., as selected by this morning's audience, are bad boys of the outdoors. 
And we will be saving the social media feral hog bootleggers for next week. So I hope you'll join us for that. All right, we well, hope you'll join us and stick around for the next few minutes because we got Ryan Lambert coming up, followed by Daryl Sherman. We're going to talk about fishing with Cajun Fishing Adventures and gunning for a cure in Plaquemines Parish down at Stella next Saturday. Back with that right after this pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And the plastic man joins us. You know, uh, Ryan, uh, I had a, a guy, that a friend of mine, he fished in, a, in the lake this week, and uh, he uses. He, he was saying he only uses plastic, and he wants to save up some money and go fish with Captain Ryan. He wants to be a uh, plastic man 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got well, I got one fan anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got plenty of fans, I can tell you that. I met a guy when I did the, the show over at Marsh and Bayou in Mandeville. I, I'm sure the name rings a bell with you, Donnie Sampson. And he told me he hunted with you eight times down there. He and his boys came down. And one of them shot a really boy, nice they, pintail. Oh, they love it. I mean, he's doing such a good job with that young man. And they love coming down and hunt. I mean, they just, he's booked for next year hunting and fishing. He, before the season was over, he's booking. He said, I got to get in. He said, we have some yeah, time. He told me there was going to be three generations on the opening week of teal season. I told him, well, if we can wow. find a way to get a camera down there, we'd love to, to do a Bayou Wild feature on that, three generations of well, the we duck could do hunters, it. you know. Yep. We could do it. They well, know it. It's good to see that, too. Yes, indeed. Family that hunts together and fishes together stays together, no doubt about that. Well, how's your week been? You guys catch a few nice-sized trout like a lot of other areas? They 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 were catching most mostly reds and sheepheads and black drum still. You know, there's a few trout around, but uh, this this heat's gonna really bring them out. And um, but they got a big old cold front coming next week. That's gonna slow that down a little bit. Next weekend, that's supposed to get pretty cool. Um, yeah. But you know, I I had been Miss Corman drug me out of town this week, so I was sitting around in the sand like like a beach beluga whale. And, uh, <laughs> So that was, you know, not I got a, I got a visual of you laying in the sand. Yeah, that, that oh ain't pretty. God. You don't belong in the sand. You belong in a boat or a duck no. line. Come on. I know. I'm, I just wasn't born to be a tourist. I, I want to do stuff and let other people read about it. I don't want to read about other people doing stuff. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. But, uh, they did. They did real well this week. I mean, they they had their way with the fish. Uh, pretty good um the catfish too i mean those big catfish are everywhere right now i'm gonna get down there and set me some lines out just to go have fun with them one day this week and uh you know there's just too much to do down there the bass are biting the you know it's <laughs> i had a couple come down one of one of rent a room so they could go bank fish for sheepheads you know yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy what's <laughs> going on i mean but uh, I want to yeah. get on those trout. I really do. I, I noticed that uh, my guys down the river caught a couple this this uh, week too. But we hadn't been pounding them like the other folks. Delacroix starting to starting to come alive a little bit, but uh, they're not everywhere there either. It's pretty selective. You gotta you gotta get on them and, and stay on them in order to catch a, a good bit. But it's gonna get better and better as as it warms up. You know that April is the time frame. But but things are late. I mean, you, if you watch nature like you know I do, it's Things are different. Things are very different this year, so we'll wait and see what happens. <laughs> you know, we're talking about this river. proposed uh, flounder closure. What's your thoughts on that? They're talking about closing it from October the 15th to November 30th. All flounder would be catch and release and uh, no commercial take on it, too. Do you think it's necessary? 
Oh, it's definitely necessary. The flounders, I mean, they're, they're in the west part of the state and in Texas, but we have no flounders. We have no flounders. I mean, if if I see 10 flounders come to the table a year right now, that's that's a lot, you know, and, and that's, that's a 10 guides fishing. And, you know, a lot of times we won't keep them. They're so few. We just throw them back. But it's it's bad. I mean, you used to be able to go out, you know, June, July and go catch a limit, you know, 10, 10 a person. And since the oil spill, we just haven't seen them. You know, and, and again, they, they looking for reasons for it and saying, oh, the water's warm and, and such. But, no, <laughs> you know, the water is the same temperature or, or less than it is in the West border in Texas. So there's something there's something going on there, and they need to do something about it. And I'm glad they will finally take a step. I mean, just just like the trout, the, you know, they won't take that step. But the trout, the trout are not everywhere like they've been either. I mean, you know, I've been doing well, this 44 I think that, years. I think it's I think it's coming, and you know, like a lot of things, Louisiana, we were the last one, last state along the Gulf Coast to implement some some flounder restrictions, and we haven't done it yet. But uh, it looks like I think it's going to get the, the the vote from the commissioners to do it. And then the next issue coming up, there's a bill in the legislature whether we should have a bear season or not. So that's going to be talked about too. Yeah, well, you know, you don't have that problem. You don't have many bears down there, do you? <laughs> No, you're two legged without the hair. We got plenty of them, but <laughs> yeah, you know, it's 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 you know you have to manage your species, all of it. I mean, let's let's do it. That's is what's necessary. If there's no flounders, yeah, shut it down. Whether or not oh, six weeks is going to do it, you know, during the spawn, who knows? But you know, historically, that October time frame, we used to catch a lot of flounders, you know, coming in mm-hmm. inside then. But um, you know, it's just it's it's heartbreaking not to see those things. I didn't. You know, I wasn't a great big flounder fan anyhow myself, but, you know, a lot, a lot of people love to eat them. Me, I, you know, yes, I they do. care. I would just yes, eat do. a trout or soccer, you know. Well, so. listen, uh, next week uh, I'm going to see you down at Gunning for a Cure. You're part of the team, Josh Raley, uh, who is an excellent shooter. He's almost a, uh Olympic-scale shooter. Chris Lecoq, our cameraman, who shoots a gun pretty good as well as a camera. And and you're gonna make up the fourth one, and uh, I just want to make sure do a double check on all those those uh, suggestions that the requirements to be on the team if you follow them. Now, no drugs. You haven't had any drugs, alcohol. <laughs> you've been on the keto diet. You've been doing the calisthenics, and no sex, right? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, that covers it. Take blood pressure medicine. That's about it. That's the only drugs I got. <laughs> well, it should be a lot of fun. In fact, right after we get off with you, I'm going to have Daryl Sherman come on, and he's going to talk about it because I know a lot of people, if they are aware of it and the weather's good, they want to come down there even if they don't shoot. Uh, it's still a good party down there, and it's all for a great cause. So uh, we'll see yeah. you down there next week and uh, bring you, bring your best gun. I know you, you know we got some, some ringers in there. You and Josh are going to carry the team, that's for sure. So what, uh, what time are you going down? Uh, I'll be there right after the show. They start breakfast at 8 a.m. I should be there about 8. Okay, sounds great. Well, I'll see you then, buddy. Okay. I'll bring my eye. <laughs> and, maintain, and maintain those restrictions, too, okay? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> see what I can do about that. <laughs> All right. All right, have a good one. There he goes, Captain Ryan Lambert. Check him out, CajunFishingAdventures.com. Got a great website. All right, coming back after this, as promised, Daryl Sherman's going to join us to talk about gunning for a cure. Going to be held at Stella Events and Adventures down there in Braithwaite. Boy, Plaquemines Parish, a happening place next week. We'll be back to talk to him right after this. 
All right, I was just talking about Ryan Lambert. Uh, he will be joining myself and Josh Raley and Chris LeCock. That is our four-man team for Gunning for a Cure. It's a sporting clays competition that raises funds for prostate cancer research. Uh, it's Dr. Oliver Sarter's Prostate Cancer Research Fund at the Tulane Cancer Center. It takes place at Stella Events and Adventures, a gorgeous place downriver in Braithwaite. Uh, Shalyn Perez, the owner, is one of a real believer in not only this event but also the whole cancer program. And joining us is Daryl Sherman to talk about the event. It's going to be next Saturday. They start breakfast at 8 a.m. Good morning, Daryl. And right after breakfast, walk me through what happens at Gunning for a Cure that day. Good morning, Don. We're sitting down at the camp in Cokedrew with family and fighting Nash like some other people talked about on your show. <laughs> um, it's, it's been bad. It's been bad down here. But uh, we started at 8 o'clock as registration. Uh, after we have breakfast. We have usually sausage biscuits, uh, grits and griots, and then we're trying to get LA23 Barbecue, which I know a lot of people enjoy. We, they they coming on board with us this year for, bar, uh, for oh, breakfast. Oh, they're also. the best. They're the best. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Um, also, we, we do registration at 8 we start to shoot at 9. Uh, after the shoot, we usually finish between 12 and 1. We serve uh, lunch during the event. Uh, Mr. Mudbug, 12 Seasons Catering, does that. Uh, very good food. We finish up, and then we go to the event tent, as you know, and we have a nice dinner set up. And we do awards. We have uh, auctions and open bar, live band. So it's, it's a great event. It's a great time. And there's also uh, they're going to have the free prostate cancer screenings uh, this year? Yes, they are. We had to change some things because of COVID last year. It was uh, kind of put together. Just with, with, with the challenge that everybody knows that's going on with COVID, we had some challenges also. But, yes, you'll be able to get tested uh, on a PSA test. Um, as you know, one of eight men will have prostate cancer in their lifetime. So we, we, we have done this. This is our ninth event. We have donated about $1.6 million to, to Dr. Sauter. And all the money stays in New Orleans for research to hopefully get rid of prostate cancer in the future. That's incredible. If you would, Daryl, tell people how to find out more information, uh, levels of sponsorship, and what time to schedule and a party and directions to get there. It's easy to find. You find Highway 39. Just head down river. There's only one road. You don't get lost. But uh, what's the best way to find out more information and get signed you can up? Look this up? You can look us up on www.gunningforacure.org. You can actually register and pay for your team online. Uh, the, the the lower end is the, the lowest is sixteen hundred. For sixteen hundred dollars, you get four shooters, and also four tickets for people to attend the event that are non-shooters. We supply everything. We supply, the only thing you have to bring is eye protection. We have hearing protection for you. We supply shells, everything that you, that you need, and and you go. That's all you need. Got my fingers crossed for some good weather, and I got my team on a strict training program this year. So look out, man! We're gonna hope to surpass our third place last year, Dad. Well, I was just I was just listening to Ryan, so I mean, I want to see if he's gonna be the top shooter this year. So, all right, we'll find out. Thanks again, Daryl. We look forward to seeing you next Saturday morning down there at Stella. Thank you, and thank you for your support. All righty, Daryl Sherman, Gunning for a Cure. All right, that's going to wrap it up, but we're going to do this again next week. We do it each and every week. We start off at uh, 5 a.m. We go to 7 a.m. we got fishing reports, all the latest news, interactive text message. I want to thank all of you for your comments on both the flounder issue and your choice of the bad boy story that we aired. And hope you'll join us again, same place, same time, whatever affiliate station you listen to us on. And if you happen to sleep late on a Saturday morning and not be able to catch us, go to odyssey.com, and you can find those replays on Monday morning. See? Okay. 
Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 